0: Welcome back to the basement yard. It is Wednesday, December 14th. Doing this a little fucking early. This podcast is sponsored by the McGee Closet. Go on the McGee Closet.bigcartel.com uh, for some merch. And uh, if you put in the promo code basement, you'll get 10% off. And uh, whatever's up there is only going to be up there until Christmas. And then it'll be taken down. So get it while you can. Anyway, I am joined by one of my good friends. Mr. Greg Diebeck. Thanks for having me, good no friend. No problem. Talking to the mic, Greg. God Sorry. damn this, it. This is my first so, time in the basement. <laughs> I, uh, Me and Greg used to work together at Elite Daily when I worked there. Um, we came in uh, around the same time as well. One of the original 30, I would say.
1: Oh, definitely. You were there before I was, and I was like... 20. Yeah, I
0: was only there for like a week before you, though. Like you, Really? Yeah, I was. I wasn't there for a long time. There was people cycling in and out at the time. It was just kind of, uh, just to give everyone a background, whatever, uh, Elite Daily is this like, how would you describe it? Like a media company?
1: Uh, It's definitely a media company. It's a, I mean, it's a website. It's a digital publisher.
0: Right. Digital publisher. That's, you see, (laughs) when people used to ask me like, what is Elite? I'd be like, I don't really know how to explain it.
1: Yeah. But back then we also had no idea what it was. Yeah. It was like a bunch of different shit. It was great. Everyone at the
0: company was like 25 and we would just fucking killing it getting millions of page views every month
1: yeah we were we were like the herpes of social media like right. all over facebook yes any anytime you told someone i work at elite daily they would like, just I, respond all over facebook yeah. yeah so yeah we're we're like the herpes of social media that's kind of, <laughs> of the way that you fucking
0: describe it greg still works there right now he's the don't know your title <laughs>
1: managing editor
0: i knew there was managing in there he's a managing editor at elite daily uh go check out the site um but yeah when that fucking place i always tell people all the time like it's probably the best nine to five job i'll ever have in my entire life
1: absolutely nothing about it especially back then felt like nine to five it oh felt my like God. like i was never yeah i was never in a fraternity in college. That was the closest thing to being in a frat 100%. slash sorority because you know there's girls too co-ed <laughs>
0: right a co-ed frat exactly right
1: <laughs> and it was like a
0: frat house like you literally would walk into this place and there was just people on their laptops like everywhere there was no real like just grinding yeah was just it. pumping out articles and shit and it was always just fun and fucking around
1: well it was it was the work hard play hard mentality oh yeah for sure so that's yeah it was, it was good times I back fucking then i love that place
0: but yeah, I got, I, when I, I started working there, I was so dumb because that was probably, I'm not going to say it was my first job because I had worked at like pizzerias and stuff, but that hiring <laughs> process is way different. You kind of just walk in, they're like, ah, hey, yeah, whatever, you got a fucking license here, deliver pizzas.
1: They but always like, say I was the first person with a resume that ever came to a <laughs> They They definitely didn't look at it, but yeah. they're like, Who, who's, who's this the white fuck guy is with a resume? <laughs> it was, uh, hey, it worked out.
0: Yeah, right? Like... The first time I went was because so when the first the site first started it was very small and a girl I know used to work there and she hit me up for this college entrepreneurs of the week or whatever and I was like, I don't really know if I fit this description because I've been in college for seven minutes and then I <laughs> dropped out. But they wanted to do this this like article on me, so I did an interview with them and just like did it, whatever. And then she hit me up like a week later and she's like, Oh, you know the the bosses, the CEOs, whatever you want to call them, they they really liked you, so they want you to come in for like a meeting or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. Dude, I went to this meeting with... Actually, yeah, so the first time I went in there was with two of my friends. <laughs> 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 like, I just... I don't know why. Like, it was the... Most ghetto shit. Yeah, no shirt and tie or anything? No. Dude, I was wearing a t-shirt. Like, I really hope I wasn't wearing sweatpants, but I'm not sure, honestly, off the top of my head. But I went in there, and I was just kind of just hanging out, and uh, I met Johnny and David, and they were cool. And um, we, like, did this video series thing, and it was just, like, the most unorganized shit. (laughs) But then, like, a year later, or a year and a half later, they were blowing up, and... I remember David hit me up and he's like, yo, do you want to be an extra in this video? We'll give you $150. And I had like $200 in my bank account. So I was like, dude, I'm down. Nice. Like, that's I where needed all the money. Yeah. So I went in and we shot this thing. And then he just asked me, he's like, yo, would you want to work here? Like we're trying to build out the video department. And I was like, fucking yeah. Thank God. And I was hoping he would pay me like $100 a week. Like that's all I needed. You know what I mean? I was just like, yo, whatever. And I was getting paid like way more than that—not way more, like, you know, insane. Like it was like three hundred bucks a week or some shit. But I was only in there like part time. It was great. It was, my, and that's it's, how it started. And gig. then we just—and then you showed up a week later. And that was it. That's and when that it was all it. turned around. It all took off. <laughs> company sold. And then now we're fucking sitting here, and you wrote a book. I did, which is insane. I can actually tell people like, that I am not on author. the
1: internet, like a, an actual book, an that actual you can hold. book. So you, you can do both. You can work online and like hold physical things. Yeah, it's crazy. exactly.
0: I can't believe that. How long did it take you to write it?
1: Over a year, I'd say. I think you worked I, on it every single day. Yeah, I had to. But how,
0: what is the fucking like? What is the process of writing a book like? How do you even just like start?
1: I mean, I've always been a writer, so I just like that's sounds terrible, but that's what I do like in my spare time. Like I will right. sit down in front of a computer and write. Uh, so, you know, boring nerd, but <laughs> it's, uh, so I, I had essay, it's a collection of essays, funny essays. Hopefully people think it's funny, but I had some essays written already. So things that like I was just constantly crafting and working on and, I the goal was to always get a book deal, so I just kind of had these, you know, in my back pocket. It was just always writing. Knew that a day would come where I would try to reach out to an ag- agent and go through the, the publishing process, and it worked out. It was just one of those circumstantial things where Elite Daily actually started working with WME, and I saw that as like my in. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I need to get in touch with an agent, and I just in there. bugged everyone. I'm like, give me one contact to their books people and everyone's like book like what are you talking about books like we work online like stop yeah i was like just one email and they finally gave it to me and i think they were surprised that i actually had essays that i was working on so an agent there you know actually liked the work and uh you know believed in it enough to sign me as a client and then you know after that you kind of put a proposal together so it's just writing a bunch of essays. I think I had like fifteen thousand words worth of essays that <laughs> they, I don't think I've ever written that much in <laughs> my life. That they uh, then you know pitch to publishers, and once that goes through, uh, and you get a book deal with them, then they give you a deadline for when the full manuscript is due. So then it's like you just have to write your ass and off. that's till like it's a year done.
0: from the, that day or whatever. Okay. Yeah,
1: I had a. Yeah, about a year from when I got the book deal to when I had to hand them, you know, all the essays. Like, at, I think the minimum was sixty thousand words. It's like twenty essays. Jesus. It's a lot of writing,
0: dude. That <laughs> sounds like a fucking lot of writing. Like, what
1: kind of quality of life was that year of <laughs> your <laughs> uh, <laughs> I imagine you just be busy twenty four seven. That's the thing. It's like writing. I love it, but it's not like glamorous it's yeah. it's lonely you know it's you just it's just sit there bro. sitting there ignoring my girlfriend who i live with <laughs> she i mean good for her she was obviously supportive you know everyone was but it's funny because there were the days where she would come into the apartment and it's like you're still in sweatpants like i just did the laundry went food shopping yeah. cleaned and you're just sitting on your computer in sweatpants and it's like yeah it, it doesn't look like anything but this is it like this is i'm writing a book i'm writing a (laughs) book so yeah you can still find time for that but
0: you know i can't even like (laughs) i just struggle with i don't know like for me like even when i worked at elite like i'd be sitting there and i'd be editing or whatever i just can't sit there and just I don't know. I'm, like, terrible at that. Like, my, I have work ethic, but it's just, like, the consistency, like, being able to sit there and be like, all right, I'm going to work for two straight hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's so hard for me.
1: The the hardest part was even finding those two hours. A lot of times I wouldn't, so I just had to train myself to, like, write on the subway, like, write on, yeah. like, park benches if I had, like, a minute. So it was weird. Like I did a lot of writing on my phone, actually. So yeah. I just look like that, like crazy person on the train, just like typing in my notes. People probably think I'm writing about everyone around me, but yeah, just had to get. Did you, know. you have to like be grammatical every when you've written, <laughs> or you just had other people just kind of review it and like? You don't have to worry too much. I mean, it should be in the best shape, but you, you know, once you get signed with a publisher, you get an editor that like works with you one-on-one reads over everything there's a separate copy editor that makes sure like every period is right every comma is in the right place so you definitely have a team that helps you out with that Oh uh, well
0: at least that that makes me feel better yeah because my i would hand in this thing that would be all <laughs> fucked up no
1: that's yeah people have jobs to to fix that yeah why are you working on a book no i'm not at something?
0: all i mean you know I wouldn't put it, you know, completely out of the question, but I, I never put anything out of the question I mean probably not <laughs> but I think that would be just so awesome just to be able to say like how cool is it to be able to say Like you have a published book.
1: No, it's it's unreal It's, it's like I mean that's what i've wanted for as long as I can remember So that day comes out january 3rd like going into the store and seeing that on a shelf is oh, gonna God. be nuts I'm gonna buy like every copy Yeah,
0: like fucking... Like rappers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Just hand them out to people. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fucking sick. How long is the book?
1: The book is... So, it's it's paperback. It's probably two... Maybe 240 pages, which isn't that long. It sounds like a lot.
0: I mean, it's a good amount. Yeah. uh, 60-something thousand. So, you had to have a lot of things happen in your life for this to go down. So, I mean, the name of it is... The art of living other people's lives. Yeah, why which don't you, already
1: why don't you tell everyone the big the big reveal. The big reveal. You're you're kind of in the on the book. Oh thing. yeah, I'm on the fucking <laughs> book. By the way, totally forgot about yeah. that. So you just
0: said it. I'm on it. What is it like a testimonial? Are they called or whatever? <laughs> testimonial.
1: <laughs> I tried this product. I really liked it. Yeah, no, it's uh right. like, like a, a blurb. Blurb. Blur. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. book was great for putting things on top of and not reading. <laughs>
0: No, it's sitting. Uh, I know exactly where it is. It's actually on my nightstand.
1: The book. I said it was on your toilet. In there. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, no, it was in the toilet.
0: I took it out today just so you, just you know. But
1: uh, it's a blurb, so it's like you know, on the cover or back cover. I don't know where it's gonna be, but it's like you know, whatever nice thing you said about it and yeah. dash your name.
0: That's awesome. So you're like, you're. I'm, like, that. You're I'm basically a published author. Yeah, That's exactly. It. <laughs> just like I haven't written a book, but I'm fucking on the back. <laughs> Even <of one>. better. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I didn't do any of the work, but I'm on, I'm trust me, I'm on <laughs> the fucking thing. But uh, yeah, you sh- so you should have uh, you had a lot of things happen here. I mean, the reason why I brought up the title is because the title alone kind of sets the tone for the book, like the art of living other people's lives. Mm-hmm. First of all, how did you even come up with that title, and how does that kind of
1: pertain to the s- essays? So that credit I have to give to my agent. Actually, it was a title of one of the essays. Uh, in the book proposal that I submitted. Yeah. And she she kept saying, like, this title is really sticking out to me. Like, this is this is a really cool title. And we just used that as a temporary title when we pitched it. But what was really cool was it's, like, a lot of the themes kind of go back to that title in a way. And yeah, a lot of it's, like, stories about my life, uh, but also working for the internet and just how weird. And obviously, you know, like, just how strange that duality of not just using the internet to, you know, procrastinate or get your news like most people do, but actually being part of that ecosystem, so to say, where, you know, that's something you're creating every day. And Mm -hmm. like I call it being on like the other side of the internet. Um, So it kind of made sense too, because especially with my job, it's, it's just constantly figuring out like what do people want like how do I put myself in other people's shoes like what stories are they clicking and why what titles do they like what Mm -hmm. pictures do they like like what's you know what's funny what's going to go viral so that theme is kind of you know throughout the book as well
0: what should what should people what kind like what what should people expect if they're going to buy this book like is it a funny book is it this is it that like I know you mentioned that it was funny but like just kind of what kind of stories are in there? Yeah, you know? or is it one big story? Like
1: no, so they're all separate, not chronological like order. chapters. Yeah, just all separate essays. Like I'm different ages and all of them. It's not like a memoir where it like follows my life right. from you know on this day I was born because like no right. one gives a so shit. So it's kind of but...
0: like a highlight reel.
1: A highlight reel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people might hate me after it, but <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's funny though, and it's it's obviously some. Absurd stories because, you know, we all have some of those. But for me, something I realized, I think, along the way, you know, working online is I felt like I was always expected to be this kind of like perfect image of a person. Or, you know, if you work online, you have to just constantly be on or you have to be that uh, Instagram sort of version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like for me, I'm usually like, I, Keep my feelings pretty tight. I'm not like an overly emotional person outwardly I don't think so it was cool to write some of these stories where I could really dive into some of my like anxieties insecurities uh, talk about Some you know mistakes. I made not regrets, but you know mistakes or just really strange Moments where I think you know, I learned lessons that helped make me who I am today. So
0: can you give me an example?
1: yeah let's uh
0: (laughs) i'm kind of curious because guys just like preface the situation so greg is not like he's not lying when he says he's not like outwardly emotional or whatever because i remember when the first time i met you i was like this guy's a hard guy to read i I don't really know like what kind of person he is and i forgot i honestly really truly forgot what someone said to me once but they're like oh greg blah 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 this one was like what That guy, Greg? And I remember asking you... (laughs) That
1: host from Westworld? (laughs) I was like,
0: what? And then, uh, yeah, we we were just having a conversation about it. Man, I wish I I I knew what the fuck it was. But I was like, it completely threw me off because you are so just, you know, you do your thing and you're just kind of not too much out there. Like me, I'm a fucking open book. You could tell, like, right away the kind of person I am. Uh, But with you, at least for the, you know... When I first met you and stuff like that, uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, can you give an example of like. People
1: are probably wondering, like, what the hell is this guy? Yeah, I forgot. Doing?
0: Oh, man, I wish I fucking knew what it was. But anyway, can you give me the example of something?
1: Yeah, let's, let's, what's a good example? So, what we were talking about earlier. There's one story in there that's funny. I went to Brazil for the World Cup, the last World Cup. Sick. Yeah which was sick. I went to the one before that in South Africa too. World Cups are amazing. Definitely recommend it. You went it. to two of them yeah. in a row? In a row. How so. is that though?
0: Like, is it fucked? like I can't even imagine being in a soccer stadium. That yeah. There's
1: nothing like, it, oh, like, is that
0: when they had the fucking horns in South Africa? <laughs> yeah. The, oh uh, my God. Vuvuzellas. The Vuvuzelas. The
1: yeah. I like every time, like I close my eyes, I still hear that sound. Yeah. It's Insane. <laughs> um, I had one. My dad <laughs>
0: fucking, hit. he would mute the games. Cause I'm like, dad, Yeah. And you're like, yeah,
1: like that constantly. was. People got a little too excited oh with that. God. That's like, yeah, that's just a toy just, you don't want to don't be wanna like give fucking, everyone.
0: It has to be just a party all week. It
1: is. It is. It's like, just imagine like, it's it's a Giants game on steroids, like yeah. times like fifty, because it's just people from all over the world, which right. is amazing. And Brazil was cool, and uh, Rio was, I mean, insane. Just like the parties, the women, the beaches, like, insane. Just like, go there now, go there after this. But <laughs> we, I went with a friend, and we had a couple games in Brasilia, which is the capital of Brazil, that no one talks about, because it's the shittiest place on, it. it's just boring. It's not even like, like uh, if I step outside, I'm gonna die. It's just so boring. It's a city that they actually just built like from the ground. They're like, one day, we're gonna make a new capital in Brazil, and they just built it. And nothing goes on there All but right. one thing does go on there and that's prostitution apparently it's oh, like the prostitution capital like of Brazil so we're staying in this hotel district as they call it and I go out onto the balcony one day and there's like these girls on the corner outside I'm like oh okay some ladies hanging out <laughs> and then like a car pulls up I'm like oh cool like they must be from the neighborhood they must have some <laughs> friends and Cool. maybe maybe we could meet also. them <laughs> and uh you know car pulls away another one pulls up like they're really popular and it's weird <laughs> because there's like also families like walking like through them like yeah. excuse me like with their like five-year-old children on the street what time of the day was it maybe like 8 p.m. it wasn't even that late then they're just going you know going at it all right and then one of them finally gets in a car and just you know she's gone but then she comes back like 30 minutes later and it's like i think i know what's going on here yeah all right quick google it's legal they're like they're like trained they all like learned english before the world cup they're like these are like top of the line these are like if you want a prostitute like you go to Brazil. These are
0: like the politician hookers of Brazil.
1: Yeah, I mean, nice. yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because I talk about all the time how like Jerry Jones and like all those old fucking NFL owners all probably banging these crazy hookers, but
1: probably <laughs> they probably go to Brasilia for it too. There know. you go, Brasilia. Yeah, People low legal. profile, so it's legal there. Just it's in legal. that legal. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, I don't know. Like nothing else I don't goes know Might as well make it legal. That's the thing, and. We, I got this idea because we were so bored in this town. Like, there's nothing to do. I'm like, we, like, we got to make friends with these prostitutes. Like, (laughs) just friends. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not wasting my money to, you know, do anything. But, like, just friends. Like, there's no harm. So, we, like, creep downstairs. We go up to them. And I'm like, hi. Like, do you want to hang out? Like, what's your name? I'm Greg. And they're just, they're so freaked out. They're like, sex, sex, like, sex. I'm like, no, no, no. Just, like, hi. Like, like come upstairs, I'll give you like $100 to watch TV or drink a <laughs> beer. And the whole trip, we just like, <laughs> it, it, we just, we ended up trying to basically save these prostitutes Right. to like, because we just felt so bad. We're just like creating these stories like they're, oh my god, like, or like her mom must be like sick in the hospital and she's yeah. like, has to like, do this from, but like, no, like we're just idiots. They're, just, They're just doing their job. It's legal. Yeah. And yeah, they wouldn't hang out with us, which was so weird. And <laughs> you were just
0: like, come on, let's play darts or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, that just made me realize how judgmental of a person I was. It, it wasn't good. I mean,
0: dude, sometimes. Uh, I mean, just,
1: that's you know, probably
0: the best route. They probably make a killing over there, especially during the World Cup. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to drink they, a beer with they you. They know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Some old white dude's going to come here and give me 2,000 American dollars. <laughs> That's yeah, fucking sick, though. I so. gotta do that one day. Not the hooker part. The World Cup. <laughs> 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 go save them. Yeah, World yeah. Cups
1: are amazing. But yeah, no, there's there's a lot of stories about travel, um, and just. Do you travel a lot? I mean, you went to the
0: two World Cups, so I imagine.
1: Yeah, two World Cups. Um, yeah, I travel a lot for work too, um, and yeah, just anytime I can.
0: I, I remember when we worked at Elite. Didn't you go to like the Bud Light place? Where was that?
1: Oh, whatever, USA. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was in Colorado. How or was there that? was two and then one in like california
0: it's like a town made out of beer or some shit
1: yeah it was a shit show it wasn't even worth it there was like it was just wasted like dudes off bud light and all they would serve in the town is like bud light i'm like can i get like a whiskey <laughs> they're like no but here's this like here's this bud warm light. bud light yeah, yeah here's a bud light that was yeah that Guess was
0: if anything else we got bottled <laughs> <laughs> we don't have not just cans just we all also bottles have bottled. this is terrible that's dope, though. Um, before we move forward here, uh, we have a sponsor today. A very special one, guys. Uh, it's from a company called Adam and Eve. And uh, I know you're like, oh, what is this? What is this? Uh, like, uh, What kind of fucking company is this? It's a, it's a sex toy company. <laughs> you can get your dildos, your vibrators, your, uh, I mean, I don't know what kind of shit. They probably got all kinds of shit over here, I'll be honest. Uh, but if you go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three, not one, not two, but three free adult DVDs
1: plus a free mystery gift. Ooh. Wow. What could that be? I just want to know who, like, who threw religion into the mix? Like why, Like Adam and why? Eve, right, yeah. yeah. I don't
0: really know why that's the name of the company. but
1: Who thought that was a good idea?
0: I don't know. Apparently it is a good idea. Uh, to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Okay? One of the best parts about Adam and Eve is that they are also discreet about shipping. So if you get any order from them, you don't have to worry about your significant other roommates or parents seeing the package and finding out what you bought. You're that's right. smart a box isn't gonna that show is up smart with a picture of a cock on the side of it like here's your new right with your name mr america 5000 yeah <laughs> it's like no yeah your name in bold yeah <laughs> this is for joe here you go uh go to adamandeve.com and use basement at checkout that's basement b-a-s-e-m-e-n-t adamandeve.com get your dildos guys i know it's lonely it's winter and uh, cuffing season. And it may not be working out with whoever you're trying to cuff. So maybe just hit up Adam and Eve, you know? Yeah, get that. Just,
1: you're, just be honest. You're you're going to end up single yeah. for the holidays. Right. So just get, get yourself something. It's not a big something.
0: deal. You know, Christmas no. is coming. No one's going to get you shit. Except your mom. She's going to get you those socks and a gift card or something. <sighs> just go to Adam and Eve. Get yourself a nice, like, fist dildo or something. Those are insane. Those fist, are real things. Just thing. full
1: fist. Yeah. So... It's cool because you could like mold things from like your actual body parts too. I don't know if that's cool, but it's, <laughs> it's a thing.
0: That would be sick if you could like. I wonder if that's that exists. Like it a, does. Like a D- DIY dildo maker. Set. I, it, I, I'm sure, I, I it's know on someone who, somewhere. who did that. Really? Yeah. But like professionally, or like they send no, they it to send your it,
1: house. No, they send. Like a clay. Like, mold. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you clay your shit. Yeah, it's and then like you send it back.
1: It's like getting fitted for like a retainer or something Like when they leave like yeah. that plaster on oh your teeth. Oh, God. And then you send it back, and yeah, you're good to go. And then
0: they send the dildo back.
1: Yeah, Adam and Eve should get on that. Because talk about a holiday gift. You make like 10 of those and just ship them out to everyone you know. Yeah, I mean, those own. sound
0: expensive. Adam and Eve, you get 50% off. Right. <laughs> you, can get right there. you get right to
1: work with that shit. But, yo, <laughs> yeah, I might do that. I would mold my fist or something. Yeah, no, I would definitely mold my dick.
0: If I had to mold one thing, come on, your face. (laughs) No, that's scary. (laughs) That just reminds me of like.
1: Could be like like a seat, a a seat cushion, or something.
0: You remember Goosebumps? You remember had those little mini movies? Yeah, remember the the green mask one. That's my favorite one. That yeah. one's terrifying. And she can't get me. it off. Oh that's my god, so dude! Don't even say it. <laughs> when she's like, because like that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't mold my face because just seeing my own face, I'd be like, oh, I can't do this. Wow, it's like freaky. You know what I mean? Even those those masks that like looks like a baby's face, like those scare me. They're terrifying, yeah. Because I'm like it looks too real like and then i think about that movie where she put the mask on and then she couldn't get it off
1: <laughs> that would actually be a perfect like halloween porno like a guy tries to like mold his dick <laughs> but then he can't get it off and it like becomes it's like alive or something greg
0: Dyback, author porn director that's producer. what i'm working on next <laughs> that's <laughs> screenplay in that's the your orcs. next thing right now speaking yeah. of next thing are you planning on writing another book
1: i am um i, I think the best advice i got I I met with an author who was a few steps ahead of me, had his book come out, it was doing well, and I said to him, like, ah, like, what, like, now what, like, what do I do? Like, this thing's about to come out, I know the feeling's gonna be, like, you know, I just had this, like, baby, all this hype leading up to it, the first week, everyone's gonna be like, oh, cool, your book's out but then like you know it ends and it's like yeah. what do you do so his advice was just keep like promote you know promote where you can but just keep writing like work on new stuff all the time you know as as you're doing this so that's something i'm always doing like i'll i'll go home after this and write
0: is it going to be like do you ever write like fiction or are you just always basically kind of off your stuff
1: i've i've dabbled um yeah i i would I'm working on a few things now, really trying to like feel out what makes the most sense to fully, fully pursue. Uh, but fiction is definitely not off the table. I love fiction. That's probably what I read more than anything. So maybe
0: Am I, like, an asshole for not reading that much, because like I feel like nah, I've cool. I've read I honestly front to back have only read maybe five books in mm-hmm. my entire life, which is bad. I, I mean guess. I've read things, you know. Obviously, I honestly read all the time, but it's only like specific things that i need to know
1: and I'll i will think that's most people
0: yeah i guess so
1: there's the people out there though like when they read like that audience who reads like they read like that like books are their movies you know yeah
0: do you read like all the fucking uh game of thrones books and shit
1: nah i've never even watched game of thrones what i know
0: Wow! What a I know. Piece I get. I get no shit. pop
1: culture references. I don't even know how I still work at Elite Daily. It's like it's terrible.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you've never watched that.
1: Yeah, I, it's so time consuming.
0: You know, what's time consuming writing a fucking book for <laughs> a year. That's time consuming. He's like, yeah, you find the time. You can't watch fucking Game of on That's for an hour. fair.
1: That's fair. That's a challenge. I'll accept that.
0: It is. It is very time consuming. That was the first thing that turned me off about it. Like, my friend's like, you gotta watch the show, and this was like when it was season three, and. I watched the first episode, and I was like, how many episodes are in this fucking season? And they're like, I think it was like 10 or some shit, or 13. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking sit here. 13 hours of fucking shit? I'm like, no. Yeah,
1: yes. imagine me. What, do I have six seasons yeah, to catch up on? Yeah, you have
0: five on? seasons. Are you kidding me? Which is, that's a lot of fucking time. Man.
1: I'll try. I, I've been saying, I, I mean, I have to start. I can't go through life without having seen that, so.
0: <laughs> no, you can't,
1: but... If I could do that and write a second book at the same time, like,
0: oof. yeah, I mean, you just Let's, would never sleep, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't sleep much. Come on,
0: I don't, and I it's bad. I do you see my face? I, I kind of look like terrible. shit.
1: You, your face looks like you got it. Like, like you use like the dick mold to make a new face. Yeah, my yours. face is and, all fucked
0: up. I barely, especially this week, I've been all out of whack. Yesterday, I, for whatever reason, I've been waking up wired at four a.m. And going to bed at one o'clock.
1: That makes no sense. I'm like, what the
0: fuck is going on? And but I force myself to go back to sleep, but then I wake up at like I can't not wake up at like 8:30. So I get up, and then I just look like you know a disaster. Like every every like three days, my sister sees me. She goes, Are you sick? I'm like, No, I'm just fucking (laughs) tired. I don't. I think it just comes from staring at a fucking screen. I was I was
1: gonna say that. That's like I can't not do that. Like I'm just always scrolling through my phone like in bed. And then I just like think of the weirdest shit or just can't fall asleep.
0: Yeah. And just like.
1: Maybe you should read a book before bed.
0: I really should. I actually have a book that I've been reading, um, you know, every so often. Since
1: what? Third grade or <laughs> yeah, the one you never red returned fish to the library? To,
0: what's that? Redfish, bluefish. So, he doesn't even no, know. What the, was, the fuck? You is don't even know who it? wrote that. One fish, two fish, redfish, bluefish, Dr. Seuss. There he is. Ow! <laughs> No, but it was some book called Disrupt You. I heard it on a podcast. It was pretty cool, but I'm going to start reading. Uh,
1: yeah, that'll dis- put you right to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really
0: enjoy it because I'm all, you know what it is? At this point in my life, I just always try to add more things to my plate, which is fucking dumb. I've honestly reached the point where I'm done. Like, I for the longest time, especially this past year, I would just take things and keep adding them. To my plate and just trying to maintain all of them, and I've been doing like a good job as far as like organizing my time and putting you know the proper amount of effort into each thing, but now I'm just I've reached the point where I'm like, all right, you're done, dude. Like you can't do any more things. I (laughs)
1: there's actually a story in my book about that. I call it James Franco syndrome, because I'm the same way and. Like, if you look at James Franco, and a lot of people don't know, like, okay, he's an actor. He has however many movies come out a year. Mm -hmm. He also, he's like a professor at like four different like colleges right now, like all across the country. He like has to fly out like one day every week to like teach a class. He was teaching a class at NYU. He's also, I think was attending Columbia, was attending Yale. He's written like three- How the
0: fuck do you attend both those places?
1: Yeah. He's he's written like three books and this is all simultaneously at the same time. He was he was in that play. He's directed like two films. And I'm the same way. It's like I just there's so many creative things I want to explore that I just I just always pack it on the plate. So it's it's called James Franco syndrome. That's what you have. Yeah, I guess. You're diagnosed.
0: I just always feel like like people used to ask me like back in the day when the only thing I really had going for me was the YouTube thing. I mean, I guess that's still true. (laughs) But (laughs) So back in the day, though, when I was like on the come up, uh, people would ask me like, like I had like 100,000 subscribers. So it was kind of like, okay, you have this thing. You're not not, like a fucking millionaire or anything, but I can see the direction you're going. But what is the end result? What do you want to do? And I never had an answer for it because I'm like, some days I wake up and I want to do this, so I'll do that. Or if I want to do this, then I'll do that. You know, I, I don't. I don't like limiting myself because I say it all the time, especially on this podcast. I'll go, I'll go on random motivational rants, and I really feel like I can do pretty much anything that I really wanted to, and that's why I just keep adding shit, you know. And now, just for the sake of, I don't have enough hours in the day, and I don't have anyone helping me because I refuse. That's another problem that I have. Mm. Like I refuse to. You gotta like start help. to
1: delegate sometimes.
0: Yeah, I gotta like, and I'm, I'm gonna start uh in 2017 start delegating so that i can free new up year's resolution yeah hopefully yeah i gotta start delegating because that that'll help me like tremendously because i i do like i'm at the point now where i know that it's too much no, it's not that it's too much now it's just if i add another thing it's too much because sometimes i'll forget things and i hate yeah. doing that you know i like tr- being organized and, and being ahead on everything.
1: Are you a perfectionist when it comes to the things you do?
0: Yeah. And honestly, like this video, uh, this podcast will go out on Monday. But the video I put out yesterday, I hate it. I thought it was so bad,
1: right? So I don't know what, why. What do, you, what do you think was bad about it? I don't know. I watched it before I came here. It's, it's hilarious.
0: I, but like, see, and my, my mom said the same thing. My dad called me. He never like calls me about a video called me just to tell me how funny it was. And I was just like, I hated it. Like, I just, I don't know. Like I filmed it. First of all, I filmed it like three times because the first time through, I was like, that was terrible. Like I need, I didn't even get all the way through. Like I got like through whatever the first couple of whatever. And I was just kind of like, uh delete this. I need to do it again. And then I did it again and I deleted it and did it again. And when I was editing it after I was done, I watched the entire thing and I was like, debating about not putting it out because I was just like... Have you
1: ever missed a day?
0: Yeah. I've missed days before. Like, I I missed a lot to, like, a year and a half ago, I would say. Nah. I, Like, before I started my new channel, so this uh, this was probably over two years ago then because I think I've had my new channel for two years, but on the old one, I, I used to miss a lot because I was just, like, lazy, I guess. You know what I mean? And just spoiled. Like, I was just this fucking kid who was getting hundreds of thousands of views every week i put even if i put something out that was shitty yeah you know which i I even like i never i've never put out a video that i truly hated this video i just put out on tuesday i think what i could have been better that's what i mean by i hated it because i feel like it could have been better the videos that i put out when i first started i think are good content but i think they could be like light years better so i hate them okay you know
1: I think that that could be a good quality, though, or it just shows that evolution. It's like the the Conor McGregor fight that we were at. Mm-hmm. Everyone said, like, flawless performance, which it looked flawless. Yeah, And I know I was reading something, or was an interview with him after, and he was in the locker room right after the fight watching the tape and just beating himself up. Like, oh, my footwork there was so sloppy. And it's like, you should see the things that no one else is going to see.
0: Yeah, it just felt like bad or like i don't know it was just you know so i guess i'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to that but
1: you know i was just being nice Is the worst video i've ever <laughs> seen
0: <laughs> dude i you know i honestly you know luckily i have friends that will tell me if shit sucks i mean i didn't even ask ask them this time because they don't watch them anymore they're like eh, i don't fucking care because like whatever i say, like they've all heard it me say all this shit before so it's not like anything new to them but yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I was filming, I was just like, oh, God, I don't like this. Like, I've honestly, in the past, filmed a video, edited it, and then didn't put anything out. Because it was already too late at that point. Because I film and I shoot and shit on Tuesdays because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but uh, I filmed it, edited it, and then I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm not putting this out. This is garbage. And I'll just trash it and throw it away. And it's just like you just did all that work for hours and I'm and I I refuse to put shit out that's like garbage, you know. Yeah. So I I'm mean, like, "Eh,
1: yeah, I mean, it could be good." I I have a hard time like even flipping open my book now because the publishing process is so long. I was 25 when I got the book deal and I just turned 27 now. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Before like, you
0: said that I was going to be like he's 33, yeah. he's 32 now.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a long process, so obviously I, I feel like I've evolved a ton as a writer. I don't think any of the stories are bad. I think like, I'm proud of all of them, but even still, like looking back, seeing some of the things that I would have done differently, yeah, I'm exactly. not mad at it, but like you, you always see those Yeah, it's good to see
0: the progression of like where you started and like, right. how you can be like, oh, well, you know, I, at least I got better at this and that.
1: If um, you waited to put something out until you really thought you were at your peak, it, that time's just never going to come. Yeah, you, you'd have nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really depends what kind of, like, person you are. Some people will just, especially people who are in my position, they'll just put out dog shit. Like, every three days, they'll put out some bullshit or something. Yeah, they're the worst. Like, people ask me on Twitter, too. They're like, why don't you put out, you know, two or three videos a week? I'm like, first of all, wow. (laughs) No fucking shot. Like, are you crazy? First of all, writing these videos is so like first of all it's very easy for me to, to to write up a video now like it's just like second nature at this point but coming up with things that are like just coming up with ideas for videos is like tough it's just like like i could talk about anything forever like and make it funny like i don't think that's like the hard part but uh just coming up with like topics and shit is like oh, yeah. uh, no way i could do that like 3 times a week I have hard, I have a hard time doing it once a week. On Tuesdays, it's like <laughs> fucking two p.m. I'm it's like, like rolling Fuck. out of bed. Yeah, I'm uh, like shit. What am I doing now? <laughs> because the rest of the week I'm doing all this other shit, podcasting, and
1: you got a full plate. Yeah,
0: I like it though. You know why I did that? Because I feel like no matter what, I'm undeserving for what I'm getting. So I have to work hard. You know what I mean? So I feel better about myself. No,
1: <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> Well, first, like the deeper this conversation gets, the more I notice your socks, which are like pink with neon hearts on them. Yeah. Very, very suiting. Uh, Yeah. But (laughs) what was I going to (laughs) say? You said
0: something about the deeper this conversation gets. I'm sorry for throwing you off there.
1: It did. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) I totally forgot. No, but I was talking about
0: how I feel undeserving.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I have days too where it's like you you feel like if you're not pushing yourself like like what am i doing like i'm lucky to even be here so yeah. like how could i not be working right now like why am i still like playing battlefield like three hours later and yeah. i didn't write anything yeah.
0: <laughs> which is a great fucking game great by the game. way I'm that's going actually home.
1: my uh my sponsor today battlefield battlefield
0: <laughs> you go to battlefield.com put in basement uh, you put in uh Promo code Greg, you get ten percent off of something. I don't know what it is. I do that all the time now on the podcast. Like any Everything any type was... of if any fucking brand name comes up, like if you go to their site, you go to Porsche.com, you put in basement, and you get ten percent off your next Porsche. <laughs> Enjoy that.
1: I wonder if that would be a thing. That'd be uh, maybe that'd be fucking maybe they'll sick. hear that and just like enact that. Oh, code. That'd be great, man.
0: I'd have I have no know. use for a car though. Like my car costs like two hundred dollars a month. It's yeah,
1: awesome. I, I love not having a car yeah it's i mean beautiful. i really
0: i really don't need it at all like you're spoiled we get it yeah it's just you know you're, you're spoiled we get it. <laughs> it helps but you know it's not a necessity especially living in new york city like why the fuck would you know nah. and you you live your bus stop is right outside your apartment you walk outside you get on the bus you get on the train you're chilling
1: but i'm a trooper i still walk i let that bus pass every day
0: See, that's the difference. That's Until it gets what, really cold.
1: Co- yeah, then, then, then fuck that. That's how you write a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of public transportation, too, you, you Uber all the time, right?
0: Nowadays, yeah.
1: Not like all the time, but you know, yeah, Uber, it's, it's convenient. I think I'm the only person, I'll say only person in New York, maybe the world, and this is in my book, too, who has seen his Uber driver cry. Wow. I had an Uber driver cry to me.
0: Did you do that?
1: I didn't do it, no. I was You just
0: opened him up? You and like I, you went deep? I think I was like, just hey dude, tell me about your dad. And he was just <laughs> like, oh fuck, man.
1: <laughs> this guy, he it's it's weird because well, it started when I realized that you have a passenger rating on Uber. Yeah, you know that, dude, right?
0: I so I'm sorry to cut you off. No. But my my uh who the fuck told me that? Some Someone told me that that you get a rating as a passenger. Yeah. I'm like, what? And then he showed me how to do it and I looked it up and I had a 4.6. I was like, time Ooh, the fuck 4.6? Yeah, I was like, what do they do? But now it's up. <laughs> now I'm 4.8. So, so
1: I, had a fi- I had a solid 5 at one point. What? And I found out not even because I, like, went through the app to look, but the the drivers can see. The way that you can see their rating, they can see your rating. Right. So, drivers would pick me up, and they'd be like, oh, my God. they treat me like I was royalty. They'd be like, oh, you're a five-star customer. Like, oh, my God, this is, like, unbelievable. I, like, made their night. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Fucking celebrity in the underground Seriously. Uber world. <laughs> I run the Uber world. And they like they just love it It was insane and they're like like it's an honor to i've literally been told it's an honor to drive you because i had a five-star rating because apparently no one has a five-star rating no so that changed uber for me forever because i was like well shit now i have to maintain this five-star rating and like i can't just relax in the back of the car i have to like be the most charismatic person of all time i have to like yeah So, that's what I started doing, and it just, like, took over my life, because I'll Uber a lot, like, probably way too much, and just every car ride, like, if, like, I'm not even a Mets fan, but, like, if, like, my Uber driver was wearing a Mets hat, like, I'd, like, oh, man, the, that game last night, yeah, the yeah. like, I was just everyone's best friend, and it's weird, because by doing that, these drivers just, like, really started opening up, yeah, and I had just this one guy, I'll never forget it, I was playing basketball where we used to play yeah uh and i got an uber back from the city to astoria and this guy just like we're like on the bridge mid-bridge and he's just like tonight's the night that i tell my wife that i was unfaithful and i'm like (laughs) hold on one second he He initiated it like i was quiet like it was late it was after basketball i was like i think if i just like chill in the back of this uber i could still get five stars like i'm not you know i don't have the energy Yo, right that now that was the first thing he said first thing he said to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy needed to tell someone he was For, yeah and i was
1: like oh like i'm sure i'm sure she'll understand <laughs> uh, like, he's like no no i like i'm a terrible man this is like the lowest of low that i've ever been wow like i'm unfaithful i'm just like uh, like, I don't know what to say. In the back of my mind, I'm like, this guy's going to give me, like, two stars now because <laughs> I don't have any good words of advice. This marriage is crumbling. You're in the backseat worried
0: about your fucking Uber rating. Oh, no, is this going to affect my rating? <laughs> but that yeah. was
1: uh, that was powerful. I didn't really have much to say back. I was just like, I mean, I, I think you're doing the right thing. I wish you luck. So, I mean, good luck to that guy. Never talked to him again, obviously. But <laughs> But, yeah, after that, I had, like, conspiracy theorists just like going off about like how like reptiles like run the government and I'm like I'm just in the back like agreeing I was like you know what like I couldn't agree more because just give me five stars like I need to keep (laughs) this rating so that was strange but Uh. I found out of course from one driver I got in and he's like like oh you have a really great rating i'm like i know i know you know it's it's hard but you know maintain that five and he's like no no five that's like impossible you have a 4.8 and like i like my my world (laughs) crumbled crumbled good night that was it and uh oh so I i don't even know i haven't even looked since then uh but don't you know let you you shouldn't question. worry about those things too much. Yeah, I know, right? You <laughs> took
0: it way too seriously. I mean, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> when you get a 5.0, you got to really maintain that. But um, do you tip on Uber?
1: No, there's there's not even an option to tip. I mean, like in person. No, that okay. defeats the purpose of Uber.
0: Exactly, right? So this is bullshit because someone told me, right? Same same person who told me about the Uber. Uh, of my This kid Frankie that I know. So he told me about the Uber, and I was just like, "Dude, I wish he didn't tell me that, because I would be so fucking like <laughs> stressed out in the back of this Uber. Like,
1: please, just give me a five star." Uh,
0: but I went through a phase where I was like desperate, you know. I had four six.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that up somehow. So I was like,
0: "Yeah, thanks, bud. I'll give him two dollars." Paid for your
1: rating. I, wow. Yeah. And it worked. I, felt I guess like, like, one of
0: those one of those go hard uh, parents with their teacher. <laughs> yeah. With their dumb kid. Like, yeah. yeah give me an eight.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's a. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of Benjamin Franklin's
0: I was just so stressed out about it So I didn't know but I remember when uber first came out there was that option to tip you could put I think percentage. so. Yeah, it's like what percent do you want to tip every time? Mm. So I didn't I don't fucking know with the upgrades or whatever So I I just thought it was going and then he told me no you got a tip. I was like what no way I was like Do you? So I I tipped for a while and then I was just like, I'm not tipping anymore. That's yeah. And I haven't done it in a while. But my rating is chill. I'm like a 4-A right now. I'm pretty sure.
1: You check every night?
0: I don't. I had checked. When did I check? A while ago. Dude, I was in an Uber the other night. Hilarious. It was this Russian guy. I wish I remembered his name. But it was cool. He was like a nice guy the entire time. And we're on the Williamsburg Bridge and (laughs) And he's trying to get over, and a bus, like, cuts us off. But this guy has no fear. Like, typical Russian, yeah. you know, guy. He's just like, no fear, stops the car. And the bus is like, I'm in the back seat. It's I, If I stuck my hand out, my arm wouldn't be fully extended, and I'd be palming the bus. Like, wow. that's how close it was. So he's just standing there, though, not looking at the car, not moving his out of the way, and staring at the bus driver and pointing <laughs> at him. He's like, what is this guy doing, right? So... I was like, yo, 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 oh! like in the backseat, like, oh, God. And then he's like, you see this guy, you don't fucking, like, he said some shit, right? And then the bus goes, or, or driving away, he goes, he, I can't do a Russian accent, but he goes, I love this country, but the one thing I hate about this country is that I can't get out and beat this motherfucker's <laughs> head into the concrete. That's, like, the first that thing he said to me. That definitely happens I was all like, the time in fuck. Russia. Yeah, I holy fuck. Yeah, and I was like, where are you from? He goes, Russia. I'm like, doesn't sound like there's much traffic over there. <laughs>
1: everyone's dead from He's that guy like, no
0: there's no traffic but yeah and then later we were driving we we're like in in downtown manhattan and he uh stopped the car to give this homeless guy money what? i was like look at this guy nicest wow. savage ever
1: right what a mystery yeah what a guy i respect uber drivers so much yeah and you probably taxi see a lot drivers they're just they're so wise it's crazy some like that's why i started like i actually started the notes in my phone which is the title of the story it was the uber diaries yeah. and it was like like who are these people Fucking they're like people. mystic like i guess when you're just you say like tr- mystic you're <laughs> driving <laughs> mythical like oh my god but when you just meet that many people and just get all these different world views i guess you just have some knowledge to yeah. spread
0: i don't talk to uber drivers enough honestly gotta start yeah i do sometimes i get into good conversations with people but
1: it's it might affect your rating but it could help there's one one predicament i was in was i had the uber the slowest uber driver in the world like he was following the speed limit like 25 miles per hour on like side roads and like 40 on a highway and i had to get to the airport and i was already late um and i had to pee really really bad like top Five of my life, maybe top three, Ooh. and yeah, that's and like you know every guy keeps that count, so yeah. it's that was serious. I can
0: tell you the worst time I've had to shit myself right now. See everyone, <laughs> I did shit myself. That's how bad. Was. Did you? <laughs> I've shit myself. Like, how old were you? I was like fifteen, way older uh, than I should have been. Yeah, like couldn't make it though. I was playing basketball. It was point game. What am I gonna leave? No, nah. we lost, and then I lost that's on the not way home. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but this guy i was like i i want to keep my rating this is back when i still you know it was yeah. flawless and i'm like but like i want to tell him to hurry up because i'm gonna pee in his uber and that'll give me a zero rating so i'm like excuse me um like maybe a little faster i just like i really have to go to the bathroom and this guy just like whips his head around and just goes off on this rant about like he's from like turkey and this is the only job that he has right now, and if he goes over the speed limit, he's gonna lose his job, and then his family's gonna hate him, and like his wife's gonna leave him, and he can't provide, and it was just this like 10 minute rant. Like I feel like he was turned around looking at me the whole time, and like still driving, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, like okay, and then he just looks me dead in the eyes, and he's like, is your pee more important than my family? <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> like how did it get to this point? <laughs> Like,
0: dude, I just got to pee, please. <laughs> yeah.
1: like, no. Is your pee more important than my family? <laughs> so Imagine maybe you were just like, kind of yeah. right at the
0: second, yeah.
1: Maybe that is the guy who destroyed my five-star rating. I don't know. <laughs> just is your pee
0: more important <laughs> than my family? That is one for the ages. If that happened to me, I would have gotten it tattooed on my rib.
1: Nah, I just I put it in a book, same thing. Yeah,
0: immortalize it, you know, make yeah. sure people know about it. Exactly. That's great. So that's the kind of shit
1: that's in your book. Yeah, that's some of it. But there's there's the life lessons too. Right. There's, there's the you know, it all ties like that story like you like that's too much power to be able to judge someone like that and you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't worry about having a flawless right. like perfection it doesn't exist. Is there a deeper okay. meaning
0: behind like pretty much all of these uh
1: stories? Yeah, I think so. I mean, not like forced meaning, but I you know, for me I, I just try to. Every essay is at least a situation, as comical as it may be. Uh, it's still something that, you know, changed me or taught me some sort of lesson. So there's, yeah. Yeah, I think anything that's worth
0: write, writing about has. It has some to tie sort together. Of it has to. to yeah, yeah. And that just kind of shapes you and molds you and shit.
1: Yeah. I just try to do it in the most relatable way. So, you know, it's easy to say. Don't strive to be perfect, that doesn't exist, but it's more fun to tell like, a story about crazy Uber drivers <laughs> and then make that point.
0: Right, exactly. That's dope, man. I really like that. I'm proud of you, Greg. <sighs>
1: that means a lot. I mean, it's it's our book together. Your name's on it, too. <laughs> Everyone, uh, go pick up Joe Senegal's book, The Art of go Living pick up Other my book, People's Lives.
0: Am I, <laughs> I going to have my own page my face on it?
1: Wow. I mean, it could be dedicated to you. <laughs> you don't know.
0: In loving memory, even though I'm
1: alive. Wow. That would when I get to the point if I've like my like tenth book out I'm totally doing stuff like that <laughs> like I I won't care
0: in loving memory of
1: whoever whatever 1992 to let's start dedicating it to Uber alive. drivers it doesn't matter yeah
0: random Javier I had a bus driver once who was like the coolest guy when I was in high school I was taking a bus home and he had a weird name but it was like a ha- like a really nice happy name like charity or like <laughs> some shit like that. like I don't, it was like charity or like you know
1: I don't even know it sounds like a stripper's name
0: yeah, you know what now that I think about it
1: Like an ironic stripper yeah charity charity right
0: but he would always like sing on the bus like on the, on the PS first of all he'd, be, he'd get on the he was like a DJ he'd be like whose birthday is it <laughs> and then I would raise my hand and he'd be like happy birthday and then he'd do this whole like dance and shit not like dance, but he would like sing. And uh, man, I forgot his name. His name was like sunshine or like, it was something like
1: positive, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, Sounded like a Rainbow. positive influence on your life.
0: <laughs> and I was just like, Oh God. like And and that was cool because just to see someone who's like, uh, they have a job that not everyone necessarily not like, is fighting for, yeah. you know, but they do it to the best of their ability. The other day I went to a store, uh, i forgot the name of it oh anthropology i was buying something for my mom i actually and love that store yeah it's a it's a that pretty cool place uh but uh i went in there and the woman behind the cashier was just so like hi how like just like on top of her she, like mm-hmm. i thought she did a ton of blow beforehand but when i really think about it i'm like this woman is just doing her job like to the you know what i mean like the best you possibly can
1: you have to you have to respect that yeah, you're just interacting it. with people all day too like yeah yeah be, like be don't be a piece it. of
0: shit because you hate your job like yo just fucking do your job that's why
1: people who are like mean to waiters and stuff like that's the worst oh my god like I like never in my, wor-
0: in my life be mean yeah. to a waiter don't don't do that or anything and and being uh i used to deliver pizzas so i I'm. I'm like.
1: as like the bottom of the totem pole. Like you right. don't even exist. Yeah, Like exactly. the door opens, they don't even see you. It's no, just a floating just like pizza my box. No. It's like you
0: shit. Here's your shit. Go. Yeah. But it, it was it was cool because, you know, I could probably write a book on my experiences doing that. Honestly, there was a lot of cool shit that happened to me when I was. A... See, I like Sounds jobs like, like, like that, first and I liked working at, working at Elite Daily because I would take the train every day, and you would always see some shit. Mm-hmm. Like I literally saw a homeless dude, sit up. And screamed, "Suck my nine-inch dick!" <laughs> like as loud as he could. And the, fir- you know what's weird? The first thought that popped into my mind was like, "Wow, good for him. He's got a nine-inch dick." Like I completely with yeah. the fact that he was saying it in a train full of people in New York City. I was just kind of like, "So used to it." This guy's got his a dick, brick, yo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying
0: it the whole time, staring at this poor little Asian woman who was just trying oh. to get home. And he's just like, "She could feel the." Imagine heat. he
1: picked her up that way
0: wow he's probably done it before. homeless joe homeless joe homeless joe yeah it's possible yeah people have no idea what we're talking about
1: no we I, did a video it's like Lee waiting daily. for you to explain we
0: did a video with a lead daily there was this homeless dude named joe uh who was living two blocks from the office mm-hmm. and he was homeless but he would he would uh what's it called panhandle yeah he would panhandle and and make whatever money he did and and uh he would wash his clothes and do his hair he like
1: stole gel from cvs right he like always did his laundry like he if you if he walked into the office you would never know you would be like oh okay we're interviewing someone new right that's so weird i actually wrote about him in the book too yeah yeah i needed like i'm not gonna say like a filler but it was a point where i definitely had writer's block and i was trying to like think back back on stories and i was like wow this was like a crazy story like the stuff this guy did and like how we like ended up meeting him because people in the office saw him and they're like this rumor started yeah like like, yeah what is this
0: guy he like looks well dressed but he's panhandling
1: yeah what is that made no sense and he was making so much money
0: yeah it was weird but this guy would pick up chicks all the time and he was homeless so he would stay at their place
1: yeah and like shower do his laundry
0: yeah and he went viral i remember i took a picture with him where he had a sign that said internet sensation and yeah, I had a yeah. sign next to him that said washed up because <laughs> at the time I was.
1: He <laughs> had a great comeback though oh, <laughs> no I one made... believed in you <laughs> <laughs> but you showed that. Made a
0: comeback you know. <laughs> now, um, for a
1: minute Homeless Joe was on top. But he was he was. Yeah that he had an absurd number of like women he said what, what was it like it was like 250 a year, or more. It was insane. 250 a year? Something crazy. Good Lord. It was like three a week, or I don't know. I'm bad at math, but that's
0: crazy. How do crazy. you do that?
1: Well... There's one charming guy. You, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he actually said something in the video where he's like,
0: if you can't get laid in, in New York City, you're a fucking douchebag. Yeah, yeah you're an like asshole. That. That. Yeah, I <laughs> If I he like... could do it. And I was like, wow, God, I'm a fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> he, yeah, I'll tell you how he did it. It's when you... This, this sounds so rehearsed because I also wrote about this in the book, but it's not. Just all these themes are adding up. Yeah. But there was a period where uh, me and my friend, my old, my old mate Phil, who uh, I've known him since kindergarten. We grew up across the street together. We both got out of long, break, uh, long relationships and we started studying like pickup artistry and all those techniques. And like crazy, like the meaner you are to a girl, like the more she would like you like, negging them and, like, all these, like, weird body language techniques. Like, if you approach a girl, like, stand facing the door so she feels like you'll leave at any time and she, like, fights for your attention. Or if there's a group of, like, five girls and you see, like, the one that you're attracted to, talk to all her friends before you talk to her because then it's, like, she'll be like, wait, I'm the one who always gets hits on. Like, what's going on? Uh, I don't condone any of that. Very controversial techniques. It's just, you know, just be nice, be yourself. But the biggest takeaway is just not fearing rejection. And, like, Homeless Joe, like, if he saw a girl, like, within three seconds, he would just approach them, start right. a conversation, and, like, that's it. Like, yeah. someone's going to say yes.
0: Which is, like, really, like, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna, say, I'm going to say awesome, but, like, it's not at the same time, but it's awesome in the sense of, like, that confidence of, just being able to just go up to anyone exactly. right away. The confidence and, and is good. It. Yeah. Just just I'm more of everyone. like, I'm not like I'm I consider myself a, a a confident person, but I can't like just do that out of nowhere, like across the bar, like just walk up to someone right away and just do it. It's hard. Mostly because I know how they're like how women are approached for the most part right. in bars. And it's sort of it's most of the time it's negative. So it's kind of like, I feel like I'm putting myself at a disadvantage here. So I kind of like try to either just stand near so that if I hear something, we can engage that way. Like I try to That's find something. That's creepier than approaching right? I know it is. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds weird. But like to, to I me just-, just wait just, outside the bathroom and no, no, no not like <laughs> say anything. Like if, if there's a group of girls like standing near the bar, then I'll just like go toward the bar. Not go directly to them, but stand near there. So that maybe there's an off chance that, you know,
1: it's it's creepy no matter how you put it. But yeah, I get it. I get just, it. What what else do you do? I that's, don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's a tough thing. It's It's, tough. Trying, it's hard not to sound <laughs> fucking weird, and do this. Um,
0: we're gonna wrap this up here. We've been doing this for an hour. Look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hitting it, uh, Greg. Thank you for having. Uh, thank you for having me, Greg. <laughs>
1: Anytime, man. Come by. I'm just so used to saying that, Greg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gone by.
1: Uh, um, good luck on your book. <laughs> hope it does well.
0: Yeah, it comes out January 3rd, right?
1: January 3rd.
0: And you're on it, Greg. You're on the back. Okay, we're going to stop the rollover <laughs> because people are going to get confused. But your book is out January 3rd in...
1: In random stores. Store, just, in a deli. Yeah. You <laughs> can go get it. One deli. Your local bodega. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's available for pre-order right now. It's actually on sale on Amazon, even without the code basement uh, <laughs> it's, uh but yeah you could pre-order it now um or it comes out january 3rd barnes and noble independent bookstores um yeah i don't know that's all i know and there's an event at barnes and noble in tribeca on january 3rd so it's like a reading and a signing and all that so that's fucking should awesome, be dude. a fun
0: time that's so fucking cool yeah. i'm gonna try to come to that definitely come because I'll never experience that ever again, probably. <laughs> because you're you're the only shot that I <laughs> <laughs> If Plus you come, I'll give book, you a shout so. out. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah,
1: this I did is it. My work. All me. I'm not even. Remember. What does your blurb even say? I don't even remember.
0: It's it's said, I think uh, they might have edited it. Really? Yeah. I said something like I I don't read a book, but this <laughs> like I said something like that. Like, but like I enjoyed every yes. minute or
1: something. I think they cut the beginning off. And it now it might just say I enjoyed every minute because <laughs> I think they're like at first they're like this is funny, but then it's like wait like we have This is this. on a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes but sense. Some something's on there.
0: All right, so that's your book. Uh, where can they find you if they want to contact you on social media?
1: Just at Greg Dybeck. Very simple.
0: How do you spell die back.
1: Ooh, D-Y-B-E-C. Mm,
0: the government a is out name. there. I don't know anyone
1: else with that name.
0: No, me neither. So, You're the only guy. Only one. One of a kind. <laughs> uh, yep, and that's all, and thanks for listening, you motherfuckers.